Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained episode 159. I'm in the host chair for once. Yay! Mm. And there's a flock of people running away in fear. Yay! (laughs) 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 Uh, uh, As you can hear, we've got uh, the person that's been in charge for the last few months and has been an awesome host recently, uh, Neil Bolt. The dictator himself. Oh, hail Neil Bolt. (laughs) If you could, you know, that'd be handy. I've got bills to pay and stuff, so a little money hailing would go a long way. That's cool. Just like the Marvel character, don't make him show at you or you might explode. (laughs) What Marvel character is that? Black Bolt. Is that Marvel? Oh, fair enough. I thought you were thinking of Banshee. (laughs) You being stereotypical to my Irish roots. <laughs> no, I was thinking about that's fair enough. His yeah, voice. yeah, go with Black Bolt. That's fine. That's cool. <laughs> I'm happy with that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I've only been hosting for a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and it's it's going swimmingly. <laughs> How are you doing, mate? Oh yeah, not too bad. I've been so deep in games this week that it's unbelievable, and yet I will have so little to talk about when it comes to talking about games. I told you what you should do. You should just censor yourself with each every every time you got mentioned the game you can't mention. <laughs> it was um, the best I've ever played. Two out. Of ten. I, I I've got to give them descriptors. <laughs> that one is. Retrotastic platforming action and the other is 100 hour RPG. There you go. That's the ones I can't talk about, and that's the last you'll hear about. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, otherwise, fine. You had a good week? Other than that, yeah. That, I mean, that has pretty much consumed my time this week. Yeah, as you, With a, a deadline looming, it's uh, trying to fit 100 hours in of one game, and then another game comes in that's about 30 hours, and then another game's coming in next week that's probably another 30 hours. So, yeah, um, I'm uh, doing my classic juggling trick at the minute, and it's fun. It means my old games are getting left in the dust. And But, you know, Celery, that's that's the fun of this industry and yeah. what I do. And we've got Gary with us again this week. Hey, Gary. Hadouken. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Uh, So how have you been this week? I've been pretty good, man. I've been pretty good. Nice. Gaming, you know. I'm kind of like Neil. I can't talk about 95% of the stuff I'm playing. Okay. Uh, And we've got Alfonso on us again this week. How you doing, guys? Hey man, how are you doing? I'm well, just worried that I am becoming the new Mike. I'm starting to see it now. But if you're becoming the new Mike, why are you here this week? <laughs> <laughs> Have you purchased a G-string off Amazon? <laughs> and you find yourselves with bags of chicken. <laughs> Have you been put? Have you been, you know, pulling buses around? No, no, I'm not going to that extent. No, no you're not Mike no. yet, then. No, not yet. Got a ways to go. <laughs> yeah, still in the beginning process. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
let's go straight to the news. We've got a, a couple of news stories because Sony has actually been bringing out games. Yeah, and stuff. <laughs> Unusual for some I know, company. I know. It's, it, yeah, I mean, first-party games, who would have expected that from a company? I, I know, I'm shocked. Um, but this is not just for PlayStation platforms, so uh, PlayStation Now PS4 games confirmed as Sony supposedly competes against the Xbox Game Pass. Um, Sony has announced that PS4 games will be made available for streaming via PS Now at some point this year, joining the existing lineup of 483 PS games. I didn't even know PS Now even had that many games. Um, but anyway, so with the PS PS Now game, PS4 game, I mean, you can stream your, stream these games anywhere in the world on your laptop or your PS4, but not your Vita anymore or your Android because Sony are bad and so they should feel bad. And you can't do it on your TV either anymore. Um, what, do you, what do you guys think of the idea of being able to play these PS4 titles without owning a PS4 on your laptops? Maybe on the beach somewhere while you're on holiday. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Gary. Oh, snap. Um, This is great news, I think. Um, It's about damn time they promised it. uh, So I'm glad they're going on with one of their promises, at least, finally. Um, It it is a question of which PS4 games are going to appear on there. I don't think we're going to see a lot of the massive blockbusters that people are expecting to see. Yeah, um, some people I've seen online seem to think it's like, oh my god, we're going to get God of War when it launches. Because no, that makes sense. <laughs> They're smart. They're not going to go giving you new stuff. You no might way. get Knack. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get... I think what it's going to be is you're going to get a lot of PS4 titles that came out during the first year of the PS4. <laughs> It'll be the HC versions of the PS3 titles on PS4. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance for that. You're going to get God of War 3, the one that released on PS4. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's going to be like the PS2 classic thing on PS4. So it will just stop existing after a while. It's like, here, yeah, we've got, we're going to have loads of new games. It's like, here you go, here's Saints Row 4 again, but in slightly... Actually, it's not even looking better. It's just it? <laughs> a new set of trophies for you. Yeah, so it's it's going to be interesting to see what games are going to be. I'm I'm pretty sure I can probably already confirm now, without any real confirmation, that you're going to get Knack and yes. The Order 1886. Is it 1886? I think yeah. so. Yeah, Killzone. Yeah, you'll probably get Killzone Shadowfall. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of the, the first-year games. Um, you're probably not going to get anything from Ubisoft, Activision, or EA. That's a guarantee. Um, but yeah, it's some... mostly going to be... I don't know, we might you're probably going to get... Sorry, okay. go ahead. I think we might get some Ubisoft titles, the older ones. Uh, I don't know. Like the old well, Assassin's Creed. There are no old Assassin's All the old Assassin's Creed. The, the oldest one is Black Flag. Black Flag, yeah. 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 Which I think yeah. it's not on there already. I don't know. I said oh, before. Rogue is on there, the PS3 one. Hmm. So possibly. Oh, I never played that. I might have to get a subscription sometime just to play it. Well, you got a seven-day free trial. You can try that. Oh, oh, I think I've, I've used I've, that once already. I've wasted two of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it, I, it's really hard to say because like, PlayStation Now doesn't support uh, multiplayer for games, so I don't see what games that have multiplayer are going to be on there. 
Um, I don't see the division or something like that on there that's heavily focused on multiplayer, unless they change the infrastructure for it and allow it now. Um, but yeah, it's good. Um, as far as people saying it's going to hurt PS4 if it's available on PC, I don't think it will. Yeah. I really don't. Um, because you're still paying a lot of money to have the subscription. Like People are saying, oh, PS4 games are coming. You know, The value is increasing. It is, but I still think at... $20 a month, it's too freaking expensive. And they have to at least drop it to $15 if they want to compete with the Xbox service, quite honestly. Um, once their, their service is like $10, isn't it? Um, the Xbox has... Yeah. 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 So, ah, sorry. Every damn hook. Looks like Gary's phone wants to join in. <laughs> Gary's phone, what do you think of PS Now? <laughs> Uh, we'll go to Neil for a bit then, quickly, while Gary answers the phone. Yeah, as Gary said, it won't be anything fresh and new, They're, but they'll they'll definitely throw things in that might have enticed people to try a PlayStation you know, console stuff. But, you know, for PC owners, so uh, Infamous might be on there. Said, and pff, you could probably push as far as Bloodborne, though I don't think that would really be a good one for streaming at this point, but. Yeah, why not? You know, when in Rome, you could throw it there. Blood Yeah, um, yeah, stuff like Watch Dogs, the original one, and that probably show up. But yeah, it'll be a testing the waters thing. It'll be they're thinking more about the PC crowd for this one, it, just getting extra income from somewhere else. And you know, they don't they get the rental fee at the end of the month, whether you like the games or not, and that's the best part about it for them. Yeah. It's Still a thing that relies very much on a very consistent internet connection, which is not easy for everyone to say. So it, it, that side of it needs to be improved more and more. They're getting better, to be fair, with both that and the remote plays app. It is making it much, much easier. And they're taking their steps. And that's clearly the way Sony want to go in the future. But, um, yeah, I, it's probably not going to be that, oh, I don't ever need a PlayStation. No, it's fair enough, yeah, if you don't want to play games for like five years until they come out after they came out that's fine yeah but if you want to play the games once people have got the hd quad ultra 4k hd remaster on their ps5s mm. <laughs> uh, that's it yeah yeah it, it's it's a good move and obvious why they cut back on you know the other platforms for ps now now it's just they want to streamline it for the two most lucrative areas it still kind of sucks, though, in my opinion. The Vita was a good idea for it. Well, yeah, but the Vita's... You know, whatever it may have coming for it, it is still dead yeah. to the Sony. To Sony, it is gone. Yeah, there was a new game recently that was announced for it. I can't remember what it was. I remember... There's, oh my... there's, there's, there's always games coming out for it. It's it's a, it just... was like, oh, my God, what? When I read... The, I can't remember what game it was now, but it was like PS4 and Vita. Oh, that's it. Um, Digimon. Digimon. Yeah. yeah, see things like that, they will, because it's just like, oh, we can spread this wherever. Yeah. It's like Tecmo Koei's, uh, you know, the whole Dynasty Warriors stuff. Yeah. And although they'll always get a Vita, because yeah. uh, it's easy. Yeah. The, the console never dies. Yeah. I mean, they're still releasing Dreamcast games in Japan, so... Yeah. And welcome back, Gary. Was the phone call about PS Now? Uh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it, always, it always rings when I'm doing this. It never rings throughout the day. Only when I'm doing... <laughs> Don't tell them, but I'm the one ringing it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything. 
Oh, uh, so is, is that your opinion, Neil? That's my opinion, yeah. Okay, Gary, have you got anything to finish up? Um, no, just they have to drop the price if they want to compete. Okay. Quite honest, yeah, definitely, definitely. That, that's something that has to happen. Like that, or at least make the hundred dollar a year thing a standard. Don't just do it every holiday. <laughs> just make that a price thing that people. Well, can I, use I, I, to be honest, once you launch the PS4 titles on there, that's what you should have that deal out there. Yeah, to entice people to try it. And it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, well, why not? I'll do it. And then, hey, they got your money, even if the service is shit for the next year. But it's it's a good time to do it. You know, it's, yeah, it works it's like they add one or two games a month. Like, they add five, six games a month. Mm. And it's great. Like, they just added all those Sega games on there. You got Golden, like, Retro, Golden Eggs, Altered Beasts, all the Sonic games that have come out are on there now. Um they do some good stuff with places. They always release a lot of games. And oh, I'm a, going now to check see if the Sonic games are on because I've missed Sonic. It's been too long. And I'm yeah, they have to play some Sonic since you know the whole. Um, yeah, yeah, they have two. The true Dreamcast one, Sonic Adventure one and two, Sonic Generations is on yeah, there. I just saw the Generations. The the phenomenal Sonic Unleashed is on there. Uh, <laughs> I've never actually played Sonic Unleashed, so you know. <laughs> It's Shadow like, the Hedgehog is on there. Is the oh, Sh- Shadow the Hedgehog's on there, really? Actually, I don't know if Shadow the Hedgehog is on there. The, the Sonic one, that was the absolutely terrible one that came out on the PS3. Like the first PS3 Sonic one, that that's on there. The one that dared to share the name of one of the greatest platformers ever. Sonic it's 06, the... you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas it was known Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, that one's on there. There's even a game I've never even heard of before, Bentley's Backpack. That's isn't that from Sly Cooper's? That's, yeah, it's a spin-off thing. Oh well. I think it released yeah, before they, the they game. They have a lot of great games on there, so. Lingering that, Shadows, the game that's not a game. Wow. Anyway, Alfonso, have you got any uh, opinions on PS4 games going to PS now? I mean, eventually it was going to happen. Um, I feel this mostly benefit for people who doesn't have a PS4, who doesn't have a PS4 at lunch or waiting to plan to buy a PS4. This is a perfect opportunity for them to use the service. Um, but like Gary said, I don't think they will pay $20 a month because that's way too expensive. They need to drop the price. But um, just curious to see what exactly they're going to bring. I know you said mostly it might mostly be first party because they don't do multiplayer, but still curious to see what they're going to bring. That's, that's it, really. Oh my god, they've got Resident Evil yeah. Operation it's Raccoon City. Interesting fact, though, here, just to show exactly why this is important. Um, hardware sales have contribute to less than 10% of Sony's game segment operating income. 90% profit is from software and services. So, there you go. That's why. Operation Raccoon <laughs> City is on here. <laughs> <laughs> With no multiplayer, so you can feel the joy by yourself. Uh, I don't know who's been funding the system. Dane. (laughs) Dane. (laughs) Blimey. Okay, so while we're talking about competition, which, to be honest, as much as we rag on about the Xbox One and Nintendo and all that lot, competition is always healthy. Uh, As much as we take the piss out of the xbox sometimes it you do need competition to make yeah you know, to have companies want to push to become better than the, they, they normally are 
Look yeah. at Sony. Look at when it it was in the lead with PS One. It was in the lead with PS Two, and it got to its head with the PS Three. Though uh, I still say there's a pattern of every every company where the third console is always the worst console. But that's just me. But so I one hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, actually, no. Well, not with Sega. The Dreamcast was their really third console, and that thing was. No, it wasn't. Well, are you sure? You had the Master System, you had the Mega Drive, and then you had the Sega Saturn. The Mega Drive wasn't a real system, though. That was like an add-on to the Mega, Mega Drive. Drive was a sequel. It's the Genesis. <laughs> How is the Genesis not a console? Wait, is the Genesis the, the Mega Drive in your guys' country? Yeah. 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 So that's one system. Yeah, and then the Master System. Master was... System was before that. Yeah. Oh, I don't count the Master System. Why not? not? It's still a console. Okay, then you're right. Sega failed with the Sega Saturn. There (laughs) we go. (laughs) To be fair, they failed about three out of four times. (laughs) (laughs) As much as I love Sega, they did. Yeah. But no. Yeah. Because if you don't count the Master System, then you don't count the NES. Because they both came out at the same time. No one cares about Mario. I still remember the day they announced the Sega Saturn. Like, they literally announced it, and then it's like, it's coming out at the end of the week. And everybody's like, what? (laughs) It's also ridiculously expensive. Everybody was, what? And the developers were like, what? There's like two games ready to go. (laughs) Hey, and one of them was Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider came out on the Sega Saturn before the PlayStation 1. Oh, man. It was it was not a pretty sight. <laughs> and while we're talking about unpretty sights, let's go over this. Well, this is pretty for us, but not for Xbox. Uh, PS4 versus Xbox One. Sony has fifty one percent of the market share. Microsoft lagging behind. Um, so yeah, was... Sony's winning. What a surprise! I am the shocked. It's it's the enormity of it that I think was it twenty six percent for Microsoft. Yeah, it's yeah. it just yeah. That that's the thing. When you take that yeah. percentage, when you think, "Oh Christ, yeah, it's it's crazy." I mean, Sony's over fifty million consoles at this point. Yeah. It's 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 a long since stopped being a contest. And you can tell obviously yeah. because Microsoft have decided to be quiet with anything else new. And but the Scorpio will win everything instantly somehow. It, it might it'll do well in America maybe, but elsewhere, nah. It, it's just not going to dent the, the important places. And it's like Japan's just now sort of picking up on what they want. And I don't think China are really going to no. go with the Microsoft stuff either. So, yeah, it's it'll do well, but it does well enough. you do well. Microsoft. Well, this is it. As a console, in terms of overall sales ever, it's not the worst console by a long shot, but it's the fact that it's getting its ass kicked so heavily at this point i mean that... it has so many first party games out right now that are coming this this start this year like um <laughs> have you seen the comments under this very uh, article on our site it's just um, predictable halo wars 2 uh, halo wars 2 which if you're going to you know, be niggly about stats um if you're going exclusives on console because you know halo wars 2 isn't a console exclusive either so um it is a console exclusive, but obviously in PC, I meant, sorry. Yeah. Um, Sony has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games on higher on the same or higher score exclusive this year, currently. And 
which are Horizon, Neo, Neo, Yakuza, Dagon Romper, which uh, Gravity Rush, and Tales of Berseria. So, yeah, you could say that Microsoft are going to end the year with their, their big hitters, but they've just had their big hitters. They've had their little run of winning, and they're still this far behind. It, they're not catching up in the same way at this point Sony started clawing back you know, sales figures on the last generation. Uh, Microsoft already had, had like a year's head start and yeah. they still got caught in the end despite their popularity because the rest of the world doesn't really care for Microsoft. And so you did all right in Europe. They do brilliantly in the US and it's a very big area. But importantly, Sony have a bit better re- reputation around the world. And that's where ultimately the, they're winning this at the minute. And it's only going to get worse, surely, with the Switch. Oh, yeah. yeah it's so, 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 question then. Um, so, you said it has 51% yeah. market share, right? Yeah. What it was. So, Microsoft has 26. So, is the remaining both Nintendo and PC, or is this just more consoles? Um, it'd be old consoles as well. PS3 and Xbox 360 will be in there as well. Oh, okay. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, I mean, they, they will still sell. Even Vita's included in there somewhere. But uh-huh. <laughs> I think Vita made like uh, 300,000 or something in a month, and that was it. But uh, in a year, I think it probably did all right. I think it sold more than the Wii, Wii U did. But, yeah, so it's it's not bad. That's amazing, though. I mean, this, um, to be honest, I'm, I'm sure Gary's the same way. I'm, I can't wait to see how the Switch will... Um affect this in the future doing, it's doing well enough by the sound yeah. of it so, i think it's yeah. going to affect it big time I, especially for micro i don't think it's going to hurt sony too much huh. but i think it might very easily hurt nintendo like i or wouldn't nintendo. be surprised or xbox sorry <laughs> 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 uh, it definitely will uh, yeah, yeah. it'll hurt nintendo's wii wii u but it won't hurt uh, yeah um uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Switch is the number two selling console this month. Oh yeah, hell, I yeah, think I'm... it might even get to number one. It's a new console; yeah, everyone's gonna want it. It'll outsell PS4. Possibly, even if it's only just this month because it's new. But even with Horizon having happened, it it's, seems odd. I don't know. It's yeah. like Grand Theft Auto Five being in the top five every week. Still, yeah. it's just the market. <laughs> the market leader will just keep selling regardless of what else is coming out. I don't know. Like, I can just see with all the the big fanboys and the, the big fans of Nintendo wanting a new console. I can see it be. I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> they're, I, they're enjoying their console so much that they're all over the internet whinging about drop scores. <laughs> uh, I don't hey. know. I can. You know what? If if it is the number one console, it will just prove the power of Nintendo's first party games. I can, to be honest, I can see it happening, <laughs> even if it's only just this month, and then yeah, it goes no, back I, down. I mean, yeah, new console fever is yeah. out to play. It, what I want to know is the gap between the three. You yeah. know, that that is going to be the interesting one. See, I think it's going to be if even if it is number one. Let's just say I'm right; it is number one. I think the gap between the Switch and the PlayStation Four will be tiny. Yeah, I think it'll be fairly close yeah. because Sony have you know, done most of their sales, to be honest. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, the so sad we... thing is okay. is when you see Zelda sell more units than the actual Switch and you'd be like, people bought the game, but they didn't buy the console. How does that make sense? I think Probably because can... some people had 
problems with pre-orders and things. Because I've seen that more than once on Twitter, where someone has had one half of the deal, so to speak. <laughs> They've had the game, but the console, but not the game, or the game, but not the console. And it's just, yeah. No, 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 no. People really wanted to lick those cartridges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it, it'll just prove the power of Zelda, quite honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and what if, they, if they go two, three months of being top of sales, then it's not really a problem for Sony because they've made their, they've got their market share. But that's where Microsoft really, really, really will end at that point and will need to make a statement with the the Scorpio because you are going to be playing some major catch-up by the time you come out. See, with Horizon, yes, it it was, they did sell incredibly well and yes, it is a a big game and yes, it is amazing, but at the same time, a lot of people who buy games like that already own the console. Hmm. But also people do bundles and stuff, it's... And people go, yeah. oh, this game looks really good. I'll go and buy it. People can, yeah. I mean, in fairness, Ben, you know, you know yourself, if there's something tempting you out there and you haven't got it, you, you might well buy it. Yeah, it's, like the Switch, I want it. That's it. And <laughs> it doesn't take much for some people. That will be it. They're, like, oh, I've got, they're young. They've got free money there. To, no, it's not really free money, but <laughs> they think they do. And it's they'll go spend it and, on a new console because their mates are playing this. It's yeah. so, less of a <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I think you made a great point, Ben, where people already own the console or are buying a lot of the games. And that's to say for sales charts, like when you see Sony drop to second place or something, it's like so many people already have a PS4. There's only so much more that it can increase mm. every month. Well, it's like I said with that statement earlier, their profits are now in the software and the services. This is it. it 10% of their profit margin comes from the sale of consoles now. It's. Yeah. But they're still winning the race because that's where they're making their money. Yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised. Come end of the cycle, we'll see Microsoft catching up pretty quickly, just like the PS3 did at the end of the cycle, because so many people already had a 360 at the time. Then oh, let's yeah. get on this other. Console. Here's the issue, though: is when it was the other way around, Sony had exclusives to, for people to come and try. Uh, they had thing, games that were being lauded critically, you know, and they had the PS Plus service start up and all that. They created the perfect storm of reasons for people to go, well, we've done everything on this console. And, you know, Microsoft dropped the ball and stopped doing games of their own you know, on such a regular basis. They, they coasted. They thought, well, okay, we've done our job. We don't need to do any more. And at this point, you'd think Sony would be doing that because you know, they don't have to try it, really. And in some ways, they aren't let's be honest, but here they are still making sure they've got plenty of games that you can only play here or you can, you know, it's the only console you can play it on. And Microsoft, they don't have a lot and they really, they're going to have to buy exclusives. Yeah. They're going to make it, they're going to buy it at a high price, which they I'll can I'll buy do. it at a high price. <laughs> I mean, which has already be- failed them. Yeah. It, it failed for them with Tomb Raider, unfortunately. That was, that was always a risky move. I mean, Tomb Raider... It's is, proven that Tomb, it doesn't really work. So. At this point, it's like the third best Tomb Raider-type game out there. If you say Uncharted 4 and Horizon, <laughs> they both sort of do that thing better. <laughs> and, yeah. Alf- Alfonso, you got any opinions on this? Like we said last week, PS4 is on top. I don't know what Xbox is doing in terms of their marketing skill, 
in my opinion, it is like they they're just putting all their effort and focus into the Scorpio, which is supposed to come on the fall, but that's what Microsoft uses to make their money during the holidays. But mm-hmm. once the holiday season is over, what what what's your next move? I don't know if they're planning to do something after the Scorpio is released to see its profits, but that's not a good strategy move. You're like you letting the other competition beat you while you know as you wait for your next big system to do its thing. I think it's a lead. Yeah, go on. Sorry. Go on. Go on. No, go on. Go on. Go on. Uh, so they're leaning too heavily into the idea of being close to PC, which is a market that's there. You know, yeah, there's a share to be had in it, but not a big share, and that, that's risky. Yeah, sure, that's where they make their money. You know, as a company, you know, computers, it, that's it. But yeah, they've already proven a couple of times that they'd on well with computers very well. So yeah, it's. Everything about it seems risky, but I suppose we'll know for sure come June time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, so I wanted to bring up something that Gary brought up just before we started the podcast. He talked mm-hmm. about uh, the PS trophies and the valleys. If you wanna, if you wanna take the lead, Gary, for a bit. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I finished. Uh, I got the platinum trophy in near uh, Automata. Great. And, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank Congrats. you. Thank you. Um, and and the reason I, I bring this up is obviously there's a lot of controversy with the trophies in that game because you can buy them, uh, yeah. with the in-game currency. Um, which I only bought two. I got the rest the way I was supposed to, but. Um, th- this is kind of where I, uh, the value of trophies comes into play for me, um, where if I can now just go and buy them, if other companies start to see this and, and implement it into their games, theoretically, um, it really just makes it pointless because then the value of getting that platinum trophy is worthless. But then again, trophies themselves are worthless. You know, like They don't do anything. It's just a ranking you have. And yeah, you get this feel of an accomplishment, but I think trophies have kind of replaced the accomplishment you would get in games like, say, Resident Evil, for example, where, oh, if you beat the game in under three hours, you get the rocket launcher with infinite ammo. That was cool. If I do something like that nowadays, I get a trophy for it. Mm. Not cool, you know? (laughs) Um, So I was sitting here thinking, I was like, how can you make people enjoy getting trophies? Because, like, sure, there's the trophy hunters, and, and they love doing it. But there's other people who's like, oh, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to go through the game, and whatever pops up, pops Ooh, up. Ooh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, it's nice to see, like, some random trophy pop up when you're doing something. You're like, oh, I don't know what that trophy is. And you look, and you're like, oh, I did some random shit, and it happened. That's Ooh, cool. That's me. <laughs> So I was just sitting here thinking, it's like, would it? How cool would it be if they linked the trophy system to game unlocks, like exclusive unlocks that don't necessarily always affect how you play the game, but reward you more than just having this virtual thing that doesn't do anything. So what you're like, saying is, you kind of want the uplay rewards. Oh, what I'm saying is like. Say you get a platinum trophy in something like Final Fantasy XIV. Whoop, whoop. 
right? Yeah. It's very hard to get. It's very time-consuming. Like, reward people for doing it. Like, say you get a platinum trophy in Final Fantasy fourteen. Square Enix can just reward you. Once you unlock the trophy, you get a, a glamour item, like the Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts. See, I want to say fourteen probably isn't the best idea. Because it has its own in-game achievements and certain uh, trophies are linked to the achievements and those achievements, if you go to Gradania, you can actually get rewards. Which is an MMO thing as well, really. Where there is always that sort of correlation. But, you know, I can see what you mean. Yeah, you know, like, oh, and certain people will have it because certain people would try to go and achieve it. Oh, I got the Keyblade Glamour for my yeah. Dark Knight. Who was that? You know, other games can do the same thing. Like, I brought Resident Evil up earlier it's like oh what if they linked you oh you get the platinum trophy oh you can now use god mode as a cheat code because you succeeded in getting it so let's reward you so that's why i get the whole you play sort of thing where um you get uh, you do achievements in the for you play and then you get points and then you can use those points to purchase items for the game or stuff like that it would just be expanding that really yeah i can see that I can see that, but, but to me, it's more of specific trophies, like some that are really hard to get. Yeah, but that's, that, that, those could be the achievements that it, it sets off for the game. Like, you know, instead of purchasing it with U points, you just unlock some instead. But, yeah, I mean, that sort of system's already... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not like you've done it, but, you know. Or, like, themes, like Bloodborne did it. I hate this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think what Gary meant to say is that, yes, in games like Bloodborne, you get a special theme for getting the Platinum Trophy, and that's good. Okay. Um, just to chime in, I'll say that it's all well and good, but not every company cares about trophies in the same way, so it's already a burden to them to even have to implement them in the first place, hence why so many of them are so lazy and arbitrary. But, but those I'm, ones where you could just get a trophy from loading the game up. Yeah, and it's not ironic or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's not for everybody. Like I said, a lot of people just don't care about trophies, you yeah. know. But I think it'd be nice to get something like, oh, like you, you just mentioned, that's exactly where I was going to go with with Bloodborne is you got a free theme for getting the Bloodborne Platinum Trophy. It's an exclusive theme. Only the people who get the Platinum Trophy can get that theme. Yeah, that's cool. I think I think companies should use that with the trophy because they already they already have to use have trophies, right? It's a requirement for Sony. Mm. Um, so you may as well do something to reward because this also keeps people playing your game, keeps people invested in your game, and that's what you want when you make the games. Like you want people to continue to play your game for as long as possible. And if you do that, you know it's not just this random virtual thing you get that means nothing, where it can actually mean something once you unlock it, and then you can show it off to people. Like, oh, look, I got the Platinum Trophy, and I got this cool accessory that I can run around in and do whatever the hell I want. Like, in Horizon, for example, how cool would it be if you got the Platinum Trophy that, and you got the Hellgast armor that Alloy can wear? That's cool, cool, I think. I would totally do it. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just things like that, and, uh, you know, it's just, I, I start thinking about it. It's like, reward people for doing it. Don't just let people get the Platinum Trophy and then just go to these closed-in communities to tell people, oh, look, I have 100 Platinum Trophies. Like, congratulations, it means nothing to me. <laughs> well done, you have a number! Gary, you what know what this is perfect for? Oh. 
What was that? Right, Gary, you know, you know what this would be perfect for this idea that you're saying. If if um they had implemented that in Destiny, with that trophy, you have to play uh, multiplayer. And no one should die before you get the trophy. You have to do the um the raid on the hardest difficulty, and you have to oh, yeah. all your memories have to stay alive to order to get it. That would be a perfect example for that. Yeah, yeah, the flawless yeah. raider oh. where you got to do the raid without dying. Yeah, or or do it like Ben said with how the the you play does it. Like, oh, I have a certain amount of trophy points and a certain amount of trophies. Let me redeem those trophies for five percent off PSN store. Yeah, when I purchase the next thing. The only you problem know, with that is they can still kind of cheat trophies with um, yeah certain methods. Yes, and I'm not talking about legit methods. methods. I mean, no, no, definitely very wrong methods. Like, yeah. uh, I think one of the most legendary stories, of course, of uh, trophydom is the, the guys at the top that are literally one account between 500 people and things like that. Just oh. and like proper hacks and stuff they're using yeah. as well and it's just i mean like I'm, this like, is i was gonna say yeah you could tell because like timestamps will be all out or they'll get like a bunch of trophies together and the timestamps show that, that they were all earned at the same time or something rubbish and yeah it, there's a lot of that in the trophy god it used to drive me nuts the constant bickering about stuff like that it's uh <laughs> well, yeah, see that it makes sense then to not do that that's why i think it's better for companies to give you in-game things for it for the trophies mm. instead well so that's a little exploit for lego worlds that i found myself recently i'm gonna uh, talk about i say it here uh i purchased it and started playing it online with my mate well if you play online it refuses to let you save so any progress you do is is it doesn't count towards your actual game um mm. but i my I, we were getting one of the trophies because you can still get trophies you just can't progress Although certain trophies seem to be glitched out or uh, just don't ping at all. Like, uh, you know you get trophies getting gold bricks because you level yeah. up. Um, those don't ping when you're playing online, I found. Um, mm-hmm. Especially if you joined a mate that's already got a lot of bit bricks. Um, now, I helped him through this, try to get this um, climb grappling hook so many times trophy where you have to grapple hook. I think it's like 30 seconds in a row. He couldn't do it, so I was going to suspended it, and I was going to edit the video because I'd just done it. And when I went back into the game, the game had kicked me offline, but it still kept me in the world with all the progress that he had. So I was able to click save and continue, then save and exit, and then reload the save, and then I had everything that he had already unlocked. And (laughs) when I found one gold brick, it gave me all the trophies up to his rank already. (laughs) <laughs> because the game had thought I had unlocked, so I got like six trophies one after another. Madness. Nice. So, but yeah. see, that, that's one thing that you just mentioned where yeah. I think buying trophies is a very good thing yeah. because it will allow people to get those trophies that get glitched. Like, I think we've all had those problems where we did the requirement for the trophy, but it never popped. Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go back and do this crazy thing again to get this trophy, you know? And I think in that case, it's nice to be able to, okay, I already have this trophy technically and it didn't give it to me. So I should just buy it and have it. In a way, that's good because I know earlier on in the PS4 life cycle, even in the PS3 life cycle, where trophies were glitched all the time. Um, it's It doesn't happen very often nowadays, but it can still happen. Yeah, and game servers going down, 
basically shutting off a whole portion of trophies for you because yeah, you can't play online. That was a yeah, horrible exactly. thing. <laughs> hey, and now you guys know how to get the trophies in in Lego Worlds without playing it. So there you go. There's your hot tip for the week. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's what I wanted to say, talk about with trophies. I think there should be a, a some a reward other than being the sound comes up and I feel relaxed. Because for me, once I get a platinum trophy, I feel like I've done everything in the game, even though I haven't. Mm. And I'm just like, I'm done. I don't need to touch this game again. Like, it's almost become like this thing where before, like in older games, like the whole goal was to unlock everything, and then you feel accomplished. Now it's tied to the trophies, and you feel accomplished after that, even though you haven't done really everything to get everything in the game. You know, uh, it's just like I, I miss the days. Like even with cheat codes, like cheat codes don't even exist anymore in a lot of games. <laughs> Microtransactions. Like, that just cheat the cheat codes are cheating you out your money. Exactly. Like how nice would it be? I get a platinum trophy and I get infinite ammo or God mode and I can just have fun with that, you know? <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to most questions of good things is Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> yeah. But that's what, what I wanted to talk about with trophies. Like I, j- I like getting trophies. I only get platinum trophies for games I absolutely love. Oh, um, I definitely can't say that. <laughs> yeah, I've only got two platinum trophies, and that's for Final Fantasy 15 and Goat Simulator. So. There you go. <laughs> I hate Goat Simulator. Don't mention that game. Boo. <laughs> uh, it seems Alfonso's had to leave the call. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like they, they should reward you for, for going out of your way to do those. But yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, Alfonso, what, what do you think? Oh no, he's, he's gone. Remember, bye. Okay, next. <laughs> now, nah. what's your opinion on this, Alfonso? I mean, I agree with Gary because I'm also a type that I go after platinum for games I really like. I mean, eventually I will do it for Horizon, but the biggest one that I platinum this year was Uncharted Four, and I feel like yeah, collecting all the treasures. Is nice, but that's repetitive because, you know, we did it in the last three and you did it for the one for the Vita. So if they did, I feel like they should have implemented something else besides getting the Platinum in Charted 4, knowing that as of right now, technically, it's the last of the series. It, it, to me, it would have been more rewarding for, for me and other people who love the Uncharted series. So I, I agree with, with Gary's implementing. Okay, you also said you wanted something to talk about with the Metacritics today as well. Yes. Fire away. And I want, I want, I want Gary to answer first because he played Zelda first because he has a Switch. You know, the whole Jim Sterling thing, giving Zelda a 98 and then driving to a 97 and now gamers are all freaking out. So my question to y'all is, do y'all feel the Metacritic score disservice gamers? Hmm. Well, it's... you want me to answer first? You said yeah because you, yeah you played Zelda so you you know you kind of have a feel on this already. Um, I've said for a lot the longest time like I don't like Metacritic. I don't think it should exist simply because a lot of companies give out bonuses and and things like that to to employees based on the score of, of Metacritic. 
um the biggest just, one, just the, a caveat i don't think that's such a thing anymore i think there's more it's more based on sales than critique i i would hope so because the last big thing i heard was when the deadpool game came out on the ps3 and what happened with that it's like i believe the, one of the developers who worked on that game said that when they told uh high moon studios work on it they told high moon studios to make the game to be at least a 70 on metacritic and that's the game they made, and it was pretty much around that on Metacritic. It was around when seventy. They, when they also told, "Don't make it too high as well." I'm yeah, sure yeah. About that. And, and make and it just of, right. Yeah. Unsurprising that the uh, company behind that is Activision. Though, so. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and that was the last big big news thing. That's when a lot of people started to like. Oh shit! They tell companies they they base off bonuses and stuff based on Metacritic. Yeah, well, actually, it was, um, a couple of weeks. Sorry, I was to say a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? That we were talking about this with uh, them sort of pushing Bungie to do oh so well in order to get stuff right. It's uh, and make a certain target, otherwise they'll buy them out. It's just it, yeah, I think it's mainly an Activision thing that's still at this point. But I think other companies have just gone to sales, thankfully. Yeah, thankfully. But yeah, it, for for me, I, I just I don't like Metacritic because I don't sometimes I just don't agree with how they, they rank things. Um, like you can have a game, say like Zelda, who's at, you know, the majority of reviews say that it's, you know, amazing, fantastic. And it was sitting at a 98. And then one review out of, say, 40 reviews is not even bad. It's a seven, which is still really good. But it drops it, you know, like, how does it rank how that works? Like, 40 reviews say it's amazing. One review says it's okay. That means it gets dropped. Um, it just, it's really weird to me how it works. Um, but, yeah, for me, I don't really go off Metacritic because a lot of, a lot of it is just. Because Gary hates all games. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> I don't hate all games. Just most, just of, most them. of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, I think they should absolutely get rid of the, the user reviews for it. Oh, like, definitely. There's no no contest. Throw that right into the dumpster right away. Now, see, I think user reviews is always a good idea, but I think it should be on its own page, excluded. I think there should be more gates to jump through to, in order to post a review because it's too easy for to someone to go... Everyone else has been giving it 10, so I'm giving it 0 for balance. And just like, yeah, or oh. like, I'm giving it 0 because I don't believe what all these guys say. I didn't even play the game. Like, sometimes you tell you, they don't play the game, they just give it a 0. So exactly. how are you going to review a game if you haven't played it? Or have the user reviews mean nothing? Just co- a comment sort of thing, where people, yes, you can po- post your user, user review, but it doesn't actually affect any sort of score. It's just a, what if people want to have a laugh and they chuckle. Oh, interesting. Um, Netflix, I think, are just about to do something like that with their user rating stuff, where they're just Netflix, copy of me (laughs) before I say it. (laughs) They're going for a thumbs up, thumbs down system. So basically, it logs how many thumbs up, how many thumbs down, pretty much like YouTube, if you will. But um, I mean, that might work better because there's less solid evidence of a number oh look this game that everyone's been giving 10 out of 10 has only got 6.9 because people on the user rating because people are pricks and they're bad and they should feel bad 
Yeah, I mean, as much as you can say it's about you know, the sales stuff and the, the critical reception, Metacritic's biggest fault isn't it? Metacritic itself, which, you know, as a site and an idea, is fine. It's like, oh, there you go, a handy place where you can see what people think of a game if you want to buy it. What's happened is people use it as a stick to beat another console with or a developer with or something like that, and that's how it always ends up being. <clears throat> And because, you know, magazines used to do it for years, anything below a seven was not worth talking about. And seven was considered weak. And it's gone on longer than Metacritic in that regard. And it's that mindset that people have got it from. So when you see it on Metacritic that a game is like seven out of ten or 71 or whatever, they will think, oh, not really worth it then, is it? It's not perfect. It's not great. And it's like that. And when you yeah, get FIFA... That's kind of where Metacritic is. If it's not like if it's below eighty-five, it's not worth their time. Yeah, I mean, literally, there is a sea of games that get you know, indie games, especially that get eighty odd Metacritic rating, and yeah, no one cares in a certain in that sort of circle of people because it's not up there, it's not down there. Like, and I mean, in fairness, it's entertaining in the sense of the lowest scored stuff because. Yeah, it's it's fun to look at how many people didn't like something properly, you know, not because the game they don't like the company that made the game. And, and you know, always my favorite thing about you know, reviews is reviewing those wonderful little shit nuggets that you get and uh, <laughs> finding out how how many people agree with you that it was an awful shit nugget of a game. But that that that's from my side of things on an actual critical point, you know, being a critic. It, so. But you could just see so many user reviews that have that they don't have any even the ones that do try and go into reasons why they're the wrong sort of critical thinking it's like it's fair enough having user reviews but they don't have a set amount of rules that games critics would have you know it's like games critics you know, work within the ideas of you know what does this do what does this do uh, you know but users depending on how they feel some will give a shit about frame rate some will give a shit about the gameplay it's like but they won't focus on everything they'll focus on what they didn't like or what they really did like and that's it and they just cut everything out in the middle so an average becomes an attack on that game on a game you know, it's like being average is not oh it's all right you know it's like it's like, oh this game's average that, that, that's as good as saying it. it's a pile of shit and yeah. that's mass like any mass forum where people can have an opinion, the dickheads run the roost, basically. Yeah, so like, like I said, for me, I can easily do without Metacritic. I think too, too many people rely on Metacritic, um, especially when it comes to their decision. It's the, kind of the same thing with like Rotten Tomatoes with movies, where if the movie is less than you know, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, it's, I'm, I'm not going to spend the money to see it in a theater. Yeah, and I mean, out of all the mediums, this is probably the least harsh medium critically on the product. And you see the scores for, like, decent movies and TV shows, and they get, like, like Logan is considered, like, this amazing movie. Yeah, it's, what, 77 on Metacritic? Because film critics are so varied and diverse in what they think of things. And then you go to TV. All I can do is picture some snooty people going, yes, I find it shallow and pedantic. 
Yeah. TV, and yet TV is a weird one where you know decent shows will get like sixty five, whereas specialist niche shows that only about five people, six people will get to rate, like say Samurai Jack, will get ninety four because all those people reviewing it are people that like it. So it's it's a weird one, very weird one. Yeah, like I, I agree with Neil. I think it's it's a it's something that is nice to have. Like you have the the majority of the opinion, and people can see what the majority of people thought of the game, like a group thought with the score. But I think with Metacritic in particular, I think they need to outline the steps of how they judge this, the score de- depending on the reviews. You know, like how did they calculate what the, the actual number is going to be? Because like you mentioned with Zelda, you know, one score and it goes down like instantly. Over- it was, it was, to be fair, it was two scores. There was one that went lower than him that was six out of ten. So it's... It wasn't one. He, he just happened to be out around the same time. Okay, and, yeah. and he was the more prominent of the two. So. Well, like I mentioned earlier, it, it was the worst with Uncharted 4, where mm. it was great, great, great. And then that one review that didn't even score, I don't even I think it was like USA Today, where they didn't give it a score. They just said not recommended, I believe. And Metacritic just decided to give it like a four. Curse like, you, USA Today. Yeah. Which... Yeah, just if we're talking platforms, OpenCritic, which is the slightly newer rival to it, uh, exclusively for games. It's um, they quite cleverly, you know, make sure that they separate out the game, you know, the reviews that are not based on scores, and the ones that are from sites, uh, enthusiast sites, rather than actual publications. Yeah, you know? and that way you're getting the right average, and they also group the score together from all formats for a game as well, which I think is a smart move rather than like, Oh, this version has this score. This version has that score for no discernible reason other than that one might have a bit of DLC that the other didn't. So people don't like that as much. It's uh, things like that can happen. It is odd, but yeah. In the end, by the way, it was um, three reviews that were below 7 out of 10 on Zelda and one only a one review other than that that was under 90 which I think was yeah so it happens you know people don't like games and that's fine you know, as much as others and people have different ideas of what scores are this year alone despite the fact that I've played quite a few games I I've not given a 9 yet because I've not played a 9 yet other the for review uh, so I say Horizon if you're reviewing that problem. I was, yeah, now this is it. Horizon is definitely a, at least a nine. And Resident Evil is like borderline sort of thing for me. But, um, yeah, but that's just my personal standard. That, that's very much different to someone else's. What I may consider to be a nine out of ten is someone else's eight, someone else's Hell, ten. I'd probably give Horizon an eight. <laughs> would you? Yeah, I would. That's only because, as everyone knows, like Jim Sterling, I'm not an open world guy, so. No, but that is, in fairness, that is like you don't like it, uh, yeah. the open world stuff at all, so. So the fact that I give it an 8 is better than I would give most open world games out of the hell. <laughs> See what I'd give GTA 5 and stuff like that. You know, and Fallout, Fallout 4, the 4 won't be its only name. You know, it won't just be the name, the score <laughs> as well. Yeah. It's and well, yeah, with games like that again, they're a strange one to score because 
taking one slightly different path to the next reviewer could change your score by about four points because it could lead you to having the game crash on you and not having the game crash on you. So or my case, a, just loading up, probably. Yeah, I mean, I think me and Gary had this quite famously with Fallout 4, but uh, obviously I had a very smooth run through, which compared to Fallout 3 was like a miracle, you know, because Fallout 3... I got 60 hours in and it got to a point where I could not play it anymore because it just the game had just degraded so much that it wouldn't run properly at all and it just kept crashing out. But, you know, I put like 200 hours into Fallout 4 and nearly saw a real problem. It's luck of the draw. Same with Skyrim on PS3. All those people that had problems with it, I finished it, platinumed it, and did hundreds of hours. It's, again, no problems. It's it is luck of the draw with games like that, and sadly, yeah. Um, it looks Gary. like the KGB has called in Gary, so yeah. um, we're going to have to go to our last topic of news, which I've picked last because I thought I wonder what game we've been playing this week. Well, <laughs> so I thought mm. that we can talk about. Yeah, <laughs> so I thought you know what, I wonder what game we should bring in to the last topic, the Horizon Zero Dawn's. Uh, basically, it hit a huge number of sales, over 9,000. I mean, 2.6 million sales. <laughs> Which is, I believe, the best-selling new IP for the Sony console this generation. So, uh, what, uh, Yeah, uh, Fonzo, what's your opinion on the Metacritic thingy words? I mean, I don't care. I mean, I don't follow it anyway. If I, like a, if I see a game that I will be interested in, I'm gonna play. If it's bad, if it's bad, if it's is that bad, how you ended up playing? Play. Is that how you ended up playing Albedo? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I ended up playing it because they they said it was an easy platinum. I mean, they didn't go into details of the game because usually when I when I go on YouTube, I always look for what's the easy platinum to get because I like getting platinums, and they they recommended that. But usually when I look up videos, they always say it's a good game, it's a bad game. They didn't have no opinion on what Albedo was. So I was walking in blind. <laughs> and I was Should like, if I knew it was that bad, I would have never, you know, end up spending the money to buy it. It's like, well, I, it wasn't even the worst game I played last year, but it was still pretty bad. Oh, it was so bad. So, so bad. I it's mean... Like- Unless you get the platinum before finishing the game. <laughs> so yeah, after I got the platinum, I said I'm not playing. I'm not finishing. I, I, I like I, I, I took it off because it was that bad. It was that horrible. Blimey! You got this far. Here you go. Here's a present. Thank you for even downloading it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So Horizon Zero Dawn. It sold a bajillion units. Um. Uh, 2.6 billion units, yeah. yeah. 2.6 <laughs> bajillion units um, since its launch in February 2017. Uh, they did a little spew, which you can read at PSU.com. I'm not going to read it all because otherwise there's no reason to go to the article. Uh, Horizon Zero DLC on the cards. Uh, beginning of Alloy's story and our exploration of the world Horizon Zero Dawn. Could that mean potential story DLC in a way? I'm going to go with probably yes, probably. I mean... It sounds like it's... They're surprised by that, by the sound of it. Yeah. They're so hurriedly working on it. It's like, well, yeah. fair enough. Okay. It's a, I, I don't think it needs it, if I'm honest. 
just oh, it doesn't need it at all. They should just work on Horizon. They should do whatever they're doing next. Yeah, I know they want to get a bit more game out of it, but yeah, I think it was fine as it was. Unless you play as the greatest character ever, that Rost. Yeah, that was it. Rost. Rost. It, the, the story of Rost. The prequel well, to Zero Dawn. Um, what what, what I mean, would yeah. be? Yeah, without without saying anything, that there's scope for that. You know, it's minus day. Minus day. <laughs> now, now, Ben, we know Twilight that Night. That's not what it means. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, Horizon, it sold well and very well. It's, yeah. uh, we all got a copy. Yeah, we all did. I mean, yeah. I, I don't buy a lot of games, but that was that was a one. And considering I really had no love for Gorilla's last couple of games of Killzone at all, then I'm, yeah, I'm massively impressed with it. Easily the best thing they've done. Yeah. But uh, we'll go into that more, I'm sure, in a minute. So yeah, that's the, the uh, that will uh, I use this as a segue because I'm sure one of us will bring it up at some point maybe to what have we been playing this week? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure one of us might have been playing Horizon. Uh, so I'm yep. gonna go with let's 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 let let's go with Neil first because I heard he can't talk about the games anyway. So yeah, this this is the last time I'll be talking about any games for the next couple of weeks. I, I told you you should use some sort of. I am dying to. I'm going to clarify one of them's uh, embargo thing because obviously it's a game that's been talked about already at a preview stage. For Planet people 2000? Play... <laughs> yeah, Planet <laughs> 2000. <laughs> I mean, they both start with P. Uh, uh, but man, all I can say is I really, really, really want to talk about it, but I also want other people to have played it to talk about it, so I'm in a situation where I've got to wait for about a month at least before anyone will. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, let's just say that Coming off the back of Horizon, it was just like, oh, games can't get any better than this at the minute. Oh, hang on, they just did. So. Man, they really did improve the graphics of Planet 2000, then, if, they, if it's that good. <laughs> the story must be top-notch. Uh, but yeah, Horizon, It's uh, I finished it this week oh, um, nice. before, before anything else came in, I, which was, thank I just literally, I, I finished it the same day I got my review stuff to do, so it's like, good, fun. I was... um. Yeah, I enjoyed it. The end, the end game almost had me having horrible flashbacks to the end of Killzone Two in terms of, oh, they're gonna, <laughs> these fuckers are going to throw everything at me, and that's one of those things. And I'm going to throw the pad down, and I'm going to leave the room, and then I come back and drown my PS4. But no, it was actually challenging without being dickheaded. Uh, so yeah, it was a good end point to, the, to that game, and just the whole revelation. Did you end up getting the cheating armor? Yeah, the cheating armor. No, no. Ooh, I, I, I mean, good work. I, <laughs> I didn't. I just <laughs> didn't have time to go doing any of that because I was, I, I was expecting these review codes in, and knowing how much time I'd have to put into that, I thought, well, I want to get as much of this done as possible before then, without rushing too much like that. So I think I put thirty-one hours in and nice. got, did did a fair bit of everything, finished the game happy with it it's yeah it's a lovely lovely game and i'd say it's definitely cracked my top 10 of the gen easily i'd say let's think of a number <laughs> so, uh, no, probably I'm yeah, back. probably I'm just back. 10 yeah 
probably just making the top ten at the minute. In probably retrospect will make me think different once I go back to it, but uh, we shall see. Um, but yeah, it's. Yeah. Oh, echo. Echo. Yeah, echo. Yeah, it's a very nice game. Was easily going to top the best game of this year so far for me. I I can say that something else is probably taking that game's place at the minute, which is not to slight Horizon in the slightest, but it is a very good game. So, yeah, it's uh, been a good week for that. But that, it seems so far away since I played that now. But uh, that, that's the entirety of what I've played this week. Not even a mobile app or anything. Wow. Uh, Alfonso, what have you been playing this week, mate? Uh, I took a break from Horizon because I just got collectibles and... Wait, one second. Okay. Uh, do, 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 Hello? Yeah, yeah. Alright, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I took a break from Rising Cow. I only got collectibles in Charles and Juice, so I let my brother start it, start his own, you know, adventure. So, Albedo, which we just mentioned, which is a horrible game, and I wish I could take it back, because just going <laughs> through that and the, and the controls and the bad aiming, it was just terrible. Terrible, 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 terrible. Um... What game is this? Albedo, Eyes from Outer Space. Eyes from Outer Space. It sounds bad with the oh. name. It's supposed, to it. like, it's supposed to be like an Edward-style B-movie in itself, so it's supposed to yeah. pretend that it's being bad, but it is also bad. So. Hey, at least it's aiming for the target it's going for. It's, it's just a mechanically bad game, a visually bad game, and... They go for shit acting. The acting is just like, eh, it's probably one of the more tolerable things of it because you know they're trying to be shit. But all the same. Yeah, very bad. Um, I also played Her Majesty Spiffin, which is also not a, it's not a great game, but it's better than Albedo. It's basically a smooth game based on movies that we've seen. Like, they make fun of Jurassic Park. They make fun of Planet of the Apes. They make fun of French people. Now you have me like supposed to be a, Yeah, it's supposed to be like a goofy, goofy spooky. game. And lastly, um, Lego Batman 3 for the PS3 because it was on sale. And I loved it on the 4, so I was like, this might as well get it for the 3. That's it. Fair enough. Good reasoning. Uh, Gary, what have you been playing? That um... you can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, that I can talk about. Uh. There isn't Legend of Zelda. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I kid. Uh, uh, I've been playing um, Dragon Quest Eight on my 3DS. Uh, played some more Timefall with my friend. Timefall Two. Still really yeah. enjoying the multiplayer there. Um, the Berserk. I'm still going through that on my Vita. Um, it's a long ass game. It is really long. Like I Very thought it was finished twice on that game. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, oh, we're right at the end now. And it's like, oh, you're going to go to that arc as well. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's a very long game. I mean, uh, it's I, I like it because it's more story driven than any of the other Dynasty Warriors like games. Muso, I guess, is what they're calling them. Until you get past the uh, the first arc arcs, I should say. Um, the first three arcs, and then they run out of um, animated cutscenes 
and you end up with just like yeah, it, like I mean, a bit of an imbalance in that regard. But it's, yeah, it goes into where where the anime series starts off at um, after the three movies. So I think right now they actually have gone past the anime series, so they don't really have cutscenes to show you because they haven't even been made yet. Which <laughs> <laughs> is kind of sad, but um, but yeah, it's still fun. I mean, I I, I wish I'd had it on the PS4. Because it definitely looks better on the PS4, but <laughs> it's still fun. It, it's still a fun game for the I'm Vita. Just, I'm just surprised so many people were down on it, critically speaking. After that, it's just, but it just seems to be a, a general theme with the um, Muso games now. Because like the previews for Dragon Quest Heroes Two, there's people whinging about that as well. So, yeah, yeah I think I think it has something to do with the fact that Berserk is a lot more barren in the environments. Like, there's literally nothing to look at, at least in my version. Um, compared to, like, the Dynasty games, they, they I think they have a little more detail in the backgrounds. Especially Dragon Quest. I think the art style for Dragon yeah. Quest makes it that much more enjoyable to look at. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, played some Overcooked with my friends last night. Fantastic party game. Just fantastic. Uh, still um, going to get on that. <laughs> Super fun. It gets really hard, and if you don't work as a team, you're just gonna rage out on your friends. <laughs> it's pretty nice. <laughs> so get the goddamn steak. Get it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's fun. But uh, yeah, uh, other than that, the other few things I'm playing, I can't really talk about uh, outside of near which I said I've got the platinum trophy, beat it six times now. Uh, yeah, amazing game. So. Yeah. Splendid. Is that uh, just a question? Is is that your current front runner for game of the year? Oh, absolutely. Hmm. I I didn't think anything would really top Neo for me, uh, besides Persona Five. Um, but then this came. Never uh, heard of it. Never heard of it. What, what's that game? Yeah. <laughs> Persona Five. Shin Megami Tensei. Right? Like that. <laughs> Bless you, mate. <laughs> Yeah, Persona 5 is kind of like underdog all the time for me, or, or not Persona 5, a Persona game, because you know it's going to be great, you know it's going to be fantastic, but you don't hype yourself for it, because you already know it's going to be good. <laughs> so it's like, oh, cool, screenshots, I don't even care to look at them. Trailers, don't care, because I already know it's a great trailer. And now you're just waiting for it to finally come out. So. Yeah. And then you put in your di- in your PS One and find out it's just it's just it, it becomes a realistic simulator. Yeah, quite honestly, right now there's only three games that we know are coming this year that can probably top it. That are confirmed to be coming out this year: Persona Five for me, um, Shadow of War, and Mario on the Switch. Those are right now the three games that can possibly overtake near for me as game of the year. Oh yeah. Obviously, those are the announced ones coming out this year. Who knows? Maybe God of War will come out this year, and they can take the cake. So. None of those sound like Final Fantasy XIV Stormblood. <laughs> <laughs> Expansions don't count. We had this discussion last year. <laughs> yeah, of the confirmed games coming out this year, those three are the only ones I see beating near for me right now. Yeah, yeah. Sonic Mania is going to do it all. It's going to take all the plaudits. Yeah, and then you've got Sonic. The one I've forgotten the name of, even though it's the stupidest name ever. 
Sonic Apocalypse now, or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, I stopped hyping myself for Sonic, so I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I stopped doing that a long time ago. It's the Sonic, <laughs> oh, okay, it's the Sonic 2017. I think it's Sonic Rivals? No, not no, Sonic Rivals. Forces. Sonic Forces. Sonic Force, that's yes. it, yeah. It sounds more like a, a gritty first person shooter. Well, you Sonic never know. Sonic Force. <laughs> I've it looks like a pretty violent Sonic game. I'm not gonna lie. I've got now. I can picture Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh-huh. There you go. Actually, I'm one of the only few people that didn't mind that game, but still, uh, it wasn't a good game. No, but it, it sure did exist. It sure did. <laughs> uh, so any, anything else, it. Gary? Uh, no, I, I technically can talk about the other game uh, because I've played it on a different platform and it's been out for a while, but I'm not going to. Just <laughs> You could talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a small technicality I don't want to take a risk with. So. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll ignore the fact you've been playing Habbo Hotel. <laughs> Thank you. What about Prey, Gary? Just when you're saying about games that might rival you know, that in terms of end of the year, what about Prey? You think that'll do well? <sighs> Prey, was... it's it's always hard to 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 look at a brand new IP and say that. Mm. Um, well, it's not necessarily a brand new IP, but they're saying it has nothing to do with Prey. Prey that came out. Before. No, it is fairly different in fairness by looking at it. But uh... yeah. Um, I mean, it could. It looks very interesting. That's for sure. It looks pretty cool, quite honestly. Um, even though my hate for Bethesda is kind of stopping me from really being excited <laughs> for it, um, I might give it a shot. Definitely. Um, we'll see. You know what what the reviews are and what the consensus consensus is on that game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it does. It very. It does look. I mean, it looks great for a brand new IP. It really does. Um, I, I definitely look forward to possessing random objects like cups and chairs and dicking around with the physics there. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see the random shit you can do. Um, yeah, it, it looks like he has some great ideas, that's for sure. Um, definitely. Definitely so. I, I assume it won't be crushed be a, a great surprise hit this year. It could be the doom of this year, quite honestly. It could, yeah. I just wondered if they'd given away their twist a bit early because a lot of the previews gave away its twist. Um, but you're dead already? No, I'm not saying that because <laughs> people that haven't seen it. But yeah, it's like a lot of them had that twist because it is integral to the part of the game they played. So, that. But so, yeah, I don't know. It was, if they hadn't, maybe that could have been a, a proper Bioshock of a game in terms of surprising people, but... Yeah, they want to get it out there. Yeah, a game like that would have been great if they just kept a lot of it secret, like almost all of it secret. I think. But to me, been... to me, that suggests that that's just going to be the tip of the iceberg sort of thing, which would be cool, I think. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Personally, as well, end of year stuff. It says I, I joke with Sonic Mania, but it would be nice if it was good. But I don't think it'd be definitely here good, obviously. Well, it's but, been uh, delayed as well, which sucks. That's, well, no, that's fine. It's a small team, to be fair. Okay. So. Oh, wait, no, you're right. There are a couple other games which are confirmed for 2017, but I highly doubt they'll make 2017. Mm. Nino Kune 2 could easily be my game of the year from everything I've seen with it, and Dragon Quest XI. 
Yeah, now if Dragon Quest Eleven comes out, that could be a, a winner. We'll see if those make the 2011 release date. 2011? <laughs> or 2017, sorry. <laughs> They're so far away. They've gone to the past. Yeah, well, with Dino Kune 2, I highly doubt Especially when they said the game was like, what, 40% complete or something? And it's supposed to come out this year? Yeah, they've done all the chunky stuff. Now they've just got the aimless walking around to do. That's yeah. it. So that'll take, that'll take five minutes. <laughs> yeah, they're coming out 2017. Oh, we're only 40% complete, though. I'm like, damn, those guys are going to be working overtime. That's what about sure. the 60% is the cutscenes? <laughs> they just got to wait for the artwork to be finished. Hey, I'll take 60% of the game as cutscenes if it's level 5 doing them with yeah. Studio Chibli's yeah. art design. That's why I'm <laughs> joking about it, because I'd love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell, they just get removed the gameplay section, just make it a movie. I'd be even, yeah, that'd be even amazing. Uh, yeah. So um, I guess it's up to me to just say what I've been playing this week. We know, Ben. Moving on. <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> you wasted your trump card by mentioning Lego World earlier, Steve. Yeah. So. See? <laughs> We all know I've been playing that and Pharmacy 14. Oh my god, shocks. <laughs> all of the shocks. No, I've been That's ill this week, so I haven't really been playing much at all. Even Pharmacy 14, I've been on that much. Um, so I'm going to pass it over to Neil to reveal the game that we're going to score this week. And the results of last week. And the result of last week's. Um, so yes. we'll pass it on to Neil. Reveal. Thank you, Ben. I'm not revealing anything to you, sir. <laughs> yeah, you haven't even bought me a drink. <laughs> I say. Not on yes. the first date, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through, maybe. Wait, this is 159 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I think I've been on around 100 of them at this point. Hey, see? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, so last week, in lieu of anything big coming out, we uh, went for Sticks, Shards of Darkness. Um, the score round out was, in a descending order, Ben and his machine got 91 again. Uh, I got 77, <laughs> Alfonso got 70, and Gary got 68. Now, of course, getting the score dead on gets you two points, but it, getting the score closest gets you a point, or half a point if there's two of you sharing. Um, but the winner this week came in with that score of 70 because the prediction was seven, it came through as 73 as the final score. So beating me out by a single point, Alfonso, you are this week's winner again. Ha-ha, yeah, back in the jar seat. Let's go, get it. That's it. So, yeah, so the uh, current totals read Mike two points because he got a, a perfect score. Alfonso two points because he got two winning and... One point for me. Gary and Ben sadly have not won yet. I'm at negative four now. Negative four. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Gary had the lowest score last week because, yeah. I, I guess I just don't have as much faith in reviewers as you guys do. <laughs> I don't know who that makes cynical, you or me. Oh, God, I just did the random generator and, yeah, don't expect it to any get worse. <laughs> So, hey, yeah, um, apparently I scored fifty five percent less than the average reviewer according to Open Critics. So. Uh, 0.55 or actual? No, like fifty five percent lower than. 
say that, that's a it's very because you hate score. games. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird because I've been giving some pretty good scores lately. Oh, you mean 5.5. So 5.0. Oh, yeah, 5.5. <laughs> so. 55% means you hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you you recommend fifty five percent games yeah. basically. Uh, your yeah. average score is seventy seven. So yeah, um, yeah. So uh, you may have noticed we didn't talk about something that's been in the news a lot this week uh, for its uh, animation, um, which of course <laughs> is Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, to which I will say there was this whole debate this week, of course, about oh well. If a game like The Witcher can make, you know, do all the, uh, this animation and stuff, and they're an indie studio, then why can't a studio as big as that do it? When in fact, you know, Witcher had a bigger studio and a bigger budget. So well, no, it yeah. was indie supposedly. Well, you know, indie, <laughs> but it had almost the size of Rockstar Studio working yeah. on The Witcher, and not quite the budget, but close. So it's just to say a little perspective on that, and. Not everyone, they don't work necessarily the same way. And by the sounds of it, it may not even be like a, a be or an end all thing with it, it within the main game. So we shall see. But I'm sure the next week or so will be just wonderful when we find out quite how people have a whole little mini war about Mass Effect Andromeda. But we're going to kick it off by predicting what the score will be. <laughs> Which I believe is about 11 hours away from our current time. Um, Alfonso, you won this week, so you can go first. What score do you think Mass Effect Andromeda will receive on PlayStation 4? 85. 85. He's confident. He believes it will do well. That's it. Um, Going up the charts, Gary, how bad will this be, according to your hatred of all games? (laughs) Um... Damn. You don't. Have, you don't have to play up to your villainy. You, you can go higher. <laughs> no, I, I'm just sitting here thinking like it's Mass Effect. Uh, I'm gonna go with seventy-seven. Seventy-seven, the magic number. Um, I will go with. I don't know. I'm gonna go seventy-eight. I think just because I don't know, I think it'll do all right. Ben, <laughs> I hear you t- tittering in the background, so clearly yours <laughs> is going to be something ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> what score has the computer given you? 97. 97, so it's going to top Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yep, it's going to be Breath of the Wild. So, oh. I mean. I mean, logically, Ben, you could still win because if it got something like, say, 92, you'd be closer than anyone else. So. I don't want to win. <laughs> you don't want to win. <laughs> uh, and, Ben, I hate to tell you, but I think your number general <laughs> might be broken because they've <laughs> all been above 90 so far. <laughs> so far, Ben's had 96, 91, <laughs> 91, and 97. I did do a re-roll again on it afterwards, but I didn't want to take the second number you know what i mean and it did give me a 71 I don't know, it, but i don't want thing. i don't want to take it because yeah no it's not the first number yeah so, fair enough. there you go so it does we'll work it's just not it just likes to get my knees <laughs> and uh of course this section will be right next week where we'll see who won and uh 
we're two weeks out from our WrestleMania extravaganza yeah. uh, predictions, which is going to be double big because I remembered that NXT TakeOver is the night before WrestleMania, so there'll be two lots of predictions. I don't know what that is, but it sounds exciting. It's more. More of it. NXT, wait there, it's the new Nintendo wrestling. Yeah, the NXT. <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you ben for letting me do that uh no and back to you, back to uh, you my um well i think we'll just wrap it up now um uh, how can they stalk you neil how can they stalk me you can stalk me on the old twitters at nesco n-e-double-z-k-o and on the emails at neil.po at psu.com i am available in those places don't worry about psn to be honest i've i don't like people so <laughs> Uh, and Alfonso, how can they contact you? You can contact me on Twitter, snova34z, S-N-O-V-A-3-4-Z. Want to shout out to you guys and to all our listeners. Want to shout out to my sister, as today is her birthday. So, happy birthday, sis. Enjoy to the fullest. That's it. Oh, Neil, you got any shout outs? Nah, I don't like okay. people. Okay. <laughs> so, the show could be, get off my lawn. I'm not quite there yet. I'm okay. only 35, to be fair. So. All right. Uh, Gary, any any ways they can follow you? And have you got a shout-out to the people that will follow you? Uh, just the listeners. Thanks for listening, as always. Um, yeah, uh, reach me on Twitter at Gagalush. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. That's pretty much it. Okay, well, uh, you can contact me at Chili underscore UK on Twitter, Chili on PSN, uh, pretty much anywhere really um thanks to uh evolve mail aka samus raceborn aka your girlfriend's favorite streamer twitch.tv slash evolve mail uh, he's going to get married on april 1st so congratulations mate um uh shout out to phoenix down radio aka klaus nightbringer uh you can check them out at phoenix down radio or twitch.tv slash phoenix down radio it's a pharmacy 14 podcast i'm on every couple of weeks i'm also on moogle go around radio which is again another pharmacy 14 podcast i also guest appeared recently on maelstrom radio um and i'm there might be something else in the future with them so if you ever want to check those out i've guest appeared on them now um just a shout out to everyone listening thank you thank you for coming back every week um don't worry i won't be hosting next week i'll have someone else host so um (laughs) Who, who who should end in the thing? It should be Alfonso, as he is the winner. You end the the, the thing, Alfonso. Then. And the last thing I have to say, seriously, it was called a cocktail. You never saw a cocktail before. Take care. I am more confused, but okay. <laughs> it's an I first quote. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that now. That's how interesting the show is. Praise Arthur Scorpion.